Nick Abbott on LBC. Call 0345 973. So I will get back to the calls about the rental market in uh, just a, a moment. But first, uh, let's talk to Simon Marks. Simon is LBC's Washington correspondent. Hello, Simon. Hello, Nick. Let's talk to uh, let's talk rather about Tennessee first because. Um, there's accusations of uh, racism about something that uh, happened in uh, uh, on the state's house floor. Give fill us in what's happened there. Yeah, it's been an extraordinary few days uh, in Tennessee, and all of the events that have played out since last Thursday resulted directly from the shooting at a primary school two weeks ago that left six people dead, three of them nine-year-olds. Um, students and teachers immediately, along with other members of the public, started demanding action in the form of tighter gun controls in Tennessee following that shooting. Republicans in the state's assembly, far from agreeing to any sort of uh, additional gun control laws, advanced legislation in the teeth of that shooting that would allow teachers in Tennessee to carry concealed handguns with them into the classroom every day to fend off any further efforts at mass gun violence in the state's schools. That led to thousands of demonstrators descending uh, on uh, the Tennessee House of Representatives, the state legislature, uh, and participating in protests, uh, berating Republicans as they walked through the halls of the building. And they were joined last week by three Democrat members of the Tennessee House who participated in those protests. The Republicans took great umbrage and offence at the involvement of those three Democrats in those protests and immediately began moves to expel them from the legislature. Two of them have now been expelled. They are the youngest elected black lawmakers in the state. The third uh, protester, the third uh, assemblywoman uh, who joined the protests is white and she survived with her job by only one vote, but she survived nonetheless. All of this has fueled accusations of racism on the part of Republicans who are in the majority. They've got a supermajority, more than two-thirds of the seats in the Tennessee House of Representatives. And we saw Vice President Kamala Harris uh, make a surprise visit to Nashville on Friday, absolutely drawing the link between uh, the way in which these two young black lawmakers had been treated by Republicans uh, and the civil rights struggle and calling for more protests and saying that the country needs to see more activism, not less of it, in uh, response to what she characterised as Republican cowardice. The Republicans have no real uh, defence for what they did uh, beyond saying uh, that these Democrats were trying to whip up uh, the crowd uh, at the state assembly that was protesting. There's nothing wrong, of course, with what the Democrats did. They have a constitutionally protected right to join those protests. Protests and expulsion has only ever previously been used as a sanction in that legislature uh, when there have been members that are, uh, have been accused of or in some cases convicted of very serious uh, crimes, not uh, the offence of showing up at, pr- 
at a protest and joining it. So this has been taken by the Biden administration as something that is, in, in Joe Biden's words, shocking and undemocratic. Those two expelled young lawmakers have announced over the weekend that they are going to run in the by-elections that will be held to fill their seats. Uh, and they could well be back in the uh, legislature within a matter of weeks. But oh. it has been a, a pretty extraordinary example of Republican authoritarianism that to many observers smacks of racism, especially given that the white uh, lawmaker that participated in the protests was not expelled from the House. Yeah. It was the two young black lawmakers that were thrown out. A complete coincidence, I'm sure. No doubt. Now, um, let's talk about this abortion pill thing in uh, Texas, because um, AOC, as they call her in America, this is uh, the re representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, is demanding that Joe Biden ignores a recent ruling in Texas that bans one of the most popular abortion pills in America. Yeah, and it's worth making the point that this ruling was handed down by a Trump-appointed judge in Texas on Good Friday, I think on the eve of Good Friday, Thursday night, very late in the day, suddenly uh, saying that uh, one of two abortion pills that are now used for the majority of uh, procedures in the United States, this, this pill has been legally approved for use by the Food and Drug Administration here, for 23 years. He said it needs immediately uh, to come off the market uh, because he argued that the Food and Drug Administration had ignored repeated safety concerns about uh, the pill uh, for decades. Now, the manufacturers of the pill are pushing back at that, as is the Food and Drug Administration. But what's extraordinary about the response to all of this is, as you've pointed out, uh, the, the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, in this case symbolised by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the left-wing sort of firebrand congresswoman from New York, is saying the Biden administration should just ignore the ruling, that it makes a, a mockery of America, uh, that it is, as some observers have been saying here uh, over the weekend, an un-American ruling, and therefore that the Biden administration just should just pretend that it was never made and do nothing uh, to pull the pill off the market. Now, that slightly ignores the fact that there was a competing judgment that came down late last week saying no the pill can stay on the market in another court in another state uh, so i mean clearly this is ultimately going to have to be resolved by uh, courts that are higher up the food chain but it is i think reflective of the uh, enormous polarized passions that mm. exist uh, over the situation with regard to abortion particularly across the american south where we're seeing more and more states taking draconian moves to restrict the procedure. The judge in Texas suddenly saying that after more than two decades of availability, the abortion pill should be pulled off the uh, shelves. A and also moves uh, by the governor of Idaho last week, uh, who uh, signed legislation that means Idaho is the first state in the nation that is banning travel out of the state for women who want to drive to another state where abortion services are uh, available and avail themselves of them. Again, that is right. going to be subject to legal challenges, but this is going to be a big issue in uh, next year's presidential election, and the Democrats, of course, hope to mobilise their supporters uh, by, uh, by uh, as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has done, uh, seeking really to inflame opinions on the subject by saying, just ignore the law. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about the next election. The 
Trump former Attorney General Bill Barr has suggested that Democrats are only going after Trump and they're, you know, sticking him in the, in the dock in order to um, sort of push Trump into running because they think he's more beatable than any other Republican candidate. Well, it's certainly a, an interesting theory, and Bill Barr is not the only person out there who has quietly been sort of advancing it, that if you look at the criminal indictment that has been brought against Donald Trump in New York by the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, uh, that it is pretty thin uh, in terms of the claims that it's making. It's uh, untested law uh, in terms of the seriousness of the charges that have been brought against Donald Trump, and it relates, of course, to a pretty tawdry uh, series of events that saw Donald Trump making that $130,000 hush money payment to Stormy Daniels and hush money payments uh, to a former Playboy model uh, and a former doorman uh, at the Trump uh, Tower in New York. You know, these are by no means, as you and I have discussed on the programme before, the most serious charges mm. uh, from a criminal perspective that Donald Trump can expect to face in the weeks and months ahead. So why go after him, especially given that it's solidified his support with Republicans, it's expanding his lead over uh, his nearest rivals. Yeah. Well, one argument, and it's the one that Bill Barr is advancing, is that because actually Democrats would quite like Donald Trump to be the next uh, Republican presidential candidate because they think that he is absolutely beatable and beatable by uh, Joe Biden, whom we all presume is running for four more years in the Oval Office, even though he's not yet declared his candidacy. Yeah. Is that true, though? I mean, is he? Is well, that's the question. I mean, that with that's the gamble, you see. I mean, there are Democrats who continue to insist uh, that uh, Joe Biden would absolutely dispose of Donald Trump and th that, that uh, passions in the United States, positions in the United States are so fixed against Donald Trump that he wouldn't be able to grow his vote in any way. But, you know, the latest evidence suggests that that's not necessarily the case. And if you look at the head-to-head matchups that are obviously mythical at this point between Donald Trump and Joe Biden in a November 2024 uh, election standoff. In some polls, Joe Biden comes out on top. In some polls, it's a dead heat. And there is some polling to suggest that Donald Trump could beat Joe Biden were he to be the candidate. So it would be an enormous gamble on the part of Democrats, I think, to breathe any additional life into uh, the political career of a man who has defied the odds in America time and time again. Yeah. He has also um, delivered uh, an Easter message. Uh, he has Trump. indeed. <laughs> in blocked capitals, <laughs> yes. it has to be said. And and what a message of the season it is. This was published earlier today on his uh, Truth Social account. That's the social media platform that he owns. Happy Easter to all, he writes, including those that dream endlessly of destroying our country because they are incapable of dreaming about anything else. Those that are so incompetent they don't realise that having a border and powerful wall is a good thing. And having voter ID, all paper ballots and same-day voting will quickly end massive voter fraud. And to all of those weak and pathetic rhinos, by which he means Republicans in name only, radical left Democrats, socialists, Marxists and communists who are killing our nation, remember we will be back, exclamation mark. There's not a single full stop <laughs> no. in that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's just what Jesus would have wanted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Simon, good to talk to you as always. Cheers, Nick. Thanks for that. 0345 Back to your calls about the broken rental market in just a minute.